We learned, and we're going to talk about a story that happened in this man close to the end of Bayasheni. There was one time when Klayasol came to be oil regular to Shlaim, but didn't have water to drink. So Halach Nakdim Ben Gurion ate Sal Adon Echad. Nakdim Ben Gurion, who we know is one of the three wealthiest Jews at the time of the end of Bayasheni, and he went to one of the great wealthy people that lived at the time, who was a guy, and he wanted to make a business deal. And Amalei, he said, lent to me 12 springs or 12 pools of water for in order that they'll have what to drink. And I will give you back 12 pools or 12 springs of water at a later date. Rashi points out that although generally we know springs of water regenerate by themselves, however, these springs were drying up and therefore they didn't have a good source of water. If I don't return it to you, in its place, I'll give you 12 kiko kesev, which was a huge amount of money. The Kabbalah's money, they set a specific time. Kivin Shagia's man, when that time frame came, Vlayadu Gisham and still the rain didn't fall, Bishachas in the morning, Shalachloi, the guy sent a message to Nakim Bengurian, Shagli Oimayim, Oimayshishli Biatra, send me either my water or give me the money that you owe me. Shalachloi, so Nakim Bengurian sent him, Adayin Yeshli's man, Kalayim Kulushli, I have the entire day and the entire day is mine. If it rains today, I pay off my debt. But Surayim in the afternoon, Shalachloi, we ate again, the guy sent him, Shagli Oimayim, Oimayshishli Biatra, Shalachloi, Adayin Yeshli Shishbiyam, I still have time and he had a Mincha close to the evening, Shalachloi, once again, the guy sent him, Shalachloi, Oy Mayim, Oy Mayish, Yeshli, Biatra, Shalachloi, Adain, Yeshli, Shayish, Biyayim, sent back to him, I still have time. So, Liglo, love, Oysa, Adon, this guy made fun of Nakim and Ben Gurion, Amen, he said, Kal Shanakul, in the entire year, Loya, Dugasham, there was no rainfall, the Achshav, Yadugasham, and you think right now, there'll all be so much rain that'll fill up all my 12 Bayers and my 12 Mayanis and Mayim, we turned Dachaf, Amen, Aleph, the Nichlas, Besamechas, Besimcha, the guy went to wash himself and bathe himself at the bath house. And who's very happy? And at the same time that he was going in so happily to the base of Mechatz, Nakdim Ben Gurion was going to the base of Midrash to daven Hakadosh and he was a little depressed. So he wrapped himself and he stood davening Amul Fadim, and he said in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, of course revealed in front of you, I didn't do it for my own respect and my own honor. I did all this for your covenant that in order that people that come to me early regal for your covenant, they would have water and they would be able to drink. Right away, the Shemayim got full of cloud, and the rain started. Until the point that there was so much rainfall that all 12 of the Mayanis of these springs was filled with water and it was extra. So by the time the other left the Beatas, also was leaving the base of English. When you met each other, said to the guy, now that the rain fell and there was extra water, you owe me money. So the guy said, It's true, Akash Baruch brought this rain because of you. I still have an opening against you that I could still get and demand my money from you. Because we've already passed this man, it's already the next day according to the Yiddish calendar, and therefore the rain is extra credit for me. It really fell in my wishes and it wasn't a payback for what you owe me. So Chazav and Nicholas based in Megdish. So Nachdim Ben Gurion went back into base of Megdish. The Satif once again he wrapped himself for Amad Rutila, for Amal Fadav, and said in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Rebbeinu Shlom, Haydash Yeshlocha, Huvim Baylamacha. Go and show them and reveal to them that you still have beloved people in your world. Miad Espazu Avin. Right then the clouds dispersed, Vizarcha Chama, and the sun shone through to show that it was actually still daytime, and therefore Nachdim Ben Gurion paid back timely. But Yisachar Amalei Adon at that time the Adon said, Eloi Nachdim Ben Gurion, Haydash Pisuk Pelacha. If not. 
not for the fact that the sun broke through the clouds, I would have had a pistol power you, Shaitu Muhammad Isaid, I would be able to get money. Tanat Lay Nakdiman Shmay, we learned that his name was not Nakdiman, El Buni Shmay, his name was Buni, Balamanikh Shmay Nakdiman. Why was his name called Nakdiman? Because the sun pierced through the clouds and it was actually shining because of Nakdiman. Others have the gears as the Bakhtas, Shinakdama, that the sun actually stood still or it stayed east because of him, and some of the gears are Sha'am Dukham Bavuri. Tanarabanam we learned there were three people that this actual phenomenon happened for and the snakes happened for that the sun stayed east it happened for Moshe it happened for Yeshua as well as the story we just have for Naktim Ben Gurion and the Gemara says Bishlam Naktim Ben Gurion Gemara Naktim Ben Gurion we have a Kabbalah and it's written on Gemara Yeshua Nami Krux for Yeshua also we have a passage that says Mephorosh in Yeshua by Yidam HaShemesh V'Yerech Ahmed that the Shemesh stood quietly and the Yerech stood as well El Moshe Menon had he known by Moshe that the sun actually stood in the sky for him it talks about Moshe Rabbeinu and says Achel. It talks about Yeshua and says Achel. Both been a gay and Muhammad, and therefore the same needs to happen for Yeshua, half for Moshe. Ksiv Hachet says in the Dvarim, Achel tis patcha. Kadosh Baruch Hu says that today I will start to place your fear amongst the nations of the world. Ksiv Hashem and says been a gay Yeshua, Achel gadelcha. As the pasuk says, by Yom Hashem Yeshua, Hayom Mizel. Today, Achel gadelcha be'enik Kli Yisrael. I'm going to start to place the greatness in the eyes of Kli Yisrael. Asher Yedum ki chashe Yisrael Moshe eyeimach. That just like I was with Moshe, I will be with you. So therefore we see a comparison between Moshe and Yeshua. Just like Yeshua, the son still for him, therefore for Moshe, the same thing happened as well. And the Gemara now brings two other riots. It says over here, the Lashon of Taste, it says over there, and therefore, we make a comparison again between Moshe and Yeshua. We learn from the Pasuk itself. As the Pasuk starts, so over there it says Tachas Kol Shemayim that all the nations that are underneath the sky how could it be that all the nations that are underneath the sky will know about your greatness and your fear it must be because the sun stopped and therefore everyone was able to see that and hear about this great miracle as the Gemara says Amos HaRugz of Cholim Pnecha at what point did the nations of the world fear and tremble in front of you at the time that the sun stood in the sky because of Moshe's Chus we said that a city that doesn't have Geshem fall in it and other cities there was Geshem and we said that we actually start davening right away and on Gemara will discuss the Pasuk that was brought in the Mishnah from Amos as the Pasuk says both of these Pesukim are coming one says I'm going to make it rain on one of the cities it seems like it's a good thing but that's actually also a Klala not only was it Klala where it didn't rain, but even in the place that it did rain, we read that Pasuk that Valir Achas Timata, it means the Hey Makamata, there'll be so much rain that the entire place will be swamped with water, and therefore it'll be too much water and it'll ruin the crops as well. The Gemara continues explaining certain Psukim, Heis Yushlaim Lanida Benayim, in Echel it says Yushlaim will be like a Nida, that's actually a Bracha Kenida, that was similar to Nida, Madi the Yeshla Heta, just like a Nida eventually will have a Heta to her husband, Af Yushlaim Yeshla Takana, also Yushlaim will have a Takana, eventually will come back to Yushlaim. And the first pasuk in Eichel says that Yishlaim was like an almana. This is actually a bracha ki almana. Yishlaim is compared to almana, v'leimana mamish, but not mamish almana. Like a woman that her husband went on a business yom, he went on a business trip. and his dasa to come back. The pasuk says in Malachi, that Kadosh Baruch Hu placed us and made us despised and lowly. So I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda states the bracha is also a bracha. Because we are. Despised and lowly, 
therefore, they won't give us positions in areas that people hate us, like working for the IRS, for example, like a tax collector or as a police officer. And says, and people actually hate these people or positions of power. So yet again, what seems to be a klala is actually a bracha in disguise. We continue with the pasuk in Malachim This was a nevuah that was said to us by Achil Ashulani, and he was one of the great neviim that actually prophesied during the time of Yeravim Benavot. He said to Klai Yisrael, "Kadosh Baruch will hit you like a reed that is in water and that sways in water." So I'm Rabbi Rav Lebracha. This is actually a bracha. I'm Rabbi Shmuel Benachmeni. I'm Rabbi Anison. My dechsev that money pitzi oiv that it's better for me the wounds of a friend which are trustworthy than the actual kisses of an enemy which is generally meant for bad. Taiva klala shekil achia hashleini and this is referring to the klala that achia hashleini cursed Yisrael yaisim bracha shabirchem bilam rasha which is greater than the bracha that bilam rasha gave us a bracha achia hashleini kila bekana achia hashleini when he wanted to curse us he used the terminology and the phraseology of a kana of a reed amalam liyisrael therefore he was telling klaisol v'hik hashem liyisrael kashi yana kana makana zeh just like this reed oimit makamayim it stands in a place of water the gizay machlef and if the stalks after it's cut down will come back ushrash mruben has many roots and therefore it's very strong and even all the winds in the world come and blow at it it's not able to root it it sways back and forth with the wind but once the winds calm down then the reed stands back in its place and it doesn't get uprooted but Bilam Rasha gave a bracha that they compared to a cedar that it says in the Pasuk that Klaisol is compared to an eris to a cedar tree and my eris just like the cedar tree doesn't stand in a place where there's a lot of water and therefore there's a potential that it will dry up its nourishment and its resources are next it then gives a machlef and if it's cut down it doesn't regenerate the ancient doesn't have a lot of roots I feel if the less powerful winds of the world blow in it and the Bach puts in over here it doesn't sway with the winds but once you have the southern wind that blows in it across it rips it out and therefore it destroys that tree so therefore Klaisol could be destroyed and not only that, the reed is Zoycha that they took from it a pen, and to write and we see the difference between a curse of our beloved and the bracha of someone that hated us. And two points. Number one, let's see Rashi. The Gemara just said that we're compared to a cedar tree that doesn't grow by water, but over here it says Ali Mayim. That's actually not Bilam's words. The Balach added in, and he explained it by saying, it's a, like a cedar tree that's actually by the water. Sometimes the nakh could dry up. The kamalim malach and then the malach irin the toyu the inubation loyalum and those streams don't dry up. That's what the pasuk means. Because the malach responded to all the words of Bilam that sounded like a klala. Also, the last line of Gemara that says doesn't have real shaykes to Gemara before, but potentially what it means to say that the zechus for Klaisol, that we're able to withstand all the winds of the world because we use the komis to write Tyre and Nevi and we continue to learn in Tyre. And the Gemara continues, Tanur Abadam, we learn, that a person should always be soft like a reed and not hard like a cedar. There was a story, Rabbi Lezbeb Shimon came in Migdal Gado, from this place, Migdal Gado, he based Rabbi from the house of his Rabbi, and he was riding on a donkey, and he was being metailed, he was relaxing and he was enjoying himself as he was traveling alongside a river and he was very happy. And he had a little bit of gaiva in him because he learned a lot of Torah that's man. And we turned to Avchaf Amabez. 
and there was one person and Rashi says this Adam Echad was El Yo and he came with the intent to give him Musa and he was very disgusting looking so this person that looked disgusting said to Rabbi Lezer Shimon that Shalom Alecha that you should have peace and he greeted him however Rabbi Lezer Shimon didn't respond to him and this whole Gemara is a little bit difficult to understand but some explain the reason why he didn't respond to him is because it wasn't Derech Eretz for someone that's a lower person Rabbi Lezer Shimon to actually greet him and say Shalom Aleichem really the Rebbe is one supposed to greet a Talmud so Rabbi Lezer Shimon said to this person Reiko you empty person how disgusting this person is it possible that all the people in your city look like you do and you look disgusting? Um, he said, any day, I don't know. Go and ask the Uman, the master craftsman, that maybe, how disgusting is this clea that you made? Once your blood Shimon saw that he embarrassed him and he realized he did a chet, he came down from his donkey, he spread himself out in front of this person and said, that I didn't speak properly to you and therefore I would ask you, he said, "Any I will not be you. until you go to Kadosh Baruch the master craftsman that made me." And you say to him, "Kam So Rabbi Shimon was walking with this person until he got to Rabbi Shimon city. And some say he reached the city of this person. And the people of the city came in front of them. And they said to Rabbi Shimon, "Shalom to Rabbi Rabbi Meiri to you, our Rabbi and our master." So this person said to them, Rabbi Rabbi, who are you calling this great title of Rabbi Rabbi? Armulay, they said to him, Lizeshim Tailakrecha, to this person that's going after you. Armulahem, Imzer Rabbi, if this is your Rabbi, Al Yibu Kamaisu Yisrael, there shouldn't be many of him in Klai Yisrael. Armulay would play master. They asked him, why is it? Armulahem, Kachlakach Asli, this is what he did for me. So I'm explaining that the word Asli, what do you mean he did to me? Because someone that's Mavazi, someone's Kailu, that they killed him, and therefore it's as if he killed me, he actually did a might to be dying. Armulay, Hafa became Mechalosh Adam Kalabatariu, even so he should be Mechalim because of Adam Kalabatariu. Armulahem, so he said to him, because of you, I will be Michalim. But he shouldn't be ruggled to do this. And Dachrein already explained why did he say Shalei Rogalaskein is to say that he should never do this. And right away, Rabbi Lezbab Shimon went and dashed in. A person should always be soft like a reed and not hard like an eris. As we explained. Now, what does this have to do with the Gemara? What does Rakakana have to do with this? It would seem that the Pshad is. If we learn, like we explained before, that the reason why he said something back to him because this person was mevazim by actually asking Shalom Aleichem, and he was the younger or smaller person, and therefore wasn't proper derech eretz of this Adam Echad that was bechuyim b'yosa to actually speak to Rabbi Lazar Shimon first. Then Rabbi Lazar Shimon saying that I shouldn't have been so makbed on my covenant and I should have been more rachikana. The Gemara quotes him: "Mishuv v'chein ir sheish b'devil in my palace." If there's a city that has a plague or there are buildings that are falling down, and we explain either they're falling down because of a hurricane or an earthquake was something that just falling down by themselves based on different Rishonim. Now in our Mishnah we define what a Dever is and we explain that it's a city that has 500 people and you had three people die to every 500. It was a 3 to 500 ratio. In Lechaira, by my palace it doesn't give that share and some explain it's the same share and it's based on three buildings falling down but Lechaira it would also have to depend on how many houses there are in that city. And the Gemara starts We're talking about strong walls and not weak walls. She'en sleeper and they're not ready to fall down, and not of walls that really were ready anyway to fall down, because if they're ready to or they're or they're weak, then by the fact that they fall down is not showing us that there's actually some sort of xero against people. And the Gemara is on the Lashon Abraisa, it's exactly the same thing. Why are we saying it double? The ones that are strong are the same, they're not 
it fall down. And the ones that are weak, they're also the same thing as the walls and the buildings that are ready to collapse. So Gemara says, We're talking about a case where you had a very strong wall, but it was very tall and therefore was unstable because it's too tall for its foundation. Or it was actually a wall that was standing by the edge of the water. It was by the riverbank and therefore the water that was going under it slowly erodes its base and its foundation and that's why it fell down. So these two cases actually explain the case of Ruiz Lipal even though they're not Ruiz. However, the Gemara didn't explain yet the case of Ruiz even though it's not really Lipal. On that the Gemara says Inami and that's how Rashi seems to have a Gersa Kehia Shisuriya there was actually a very weak wall the Haben Adar that was in the city of Adar the Lehav Echol for Avishmul Tusa Avishmul never passed under it Afa got the Kayim Ba'asut place to Shlin even though it was standing for 13 years and therefore it was considered something which was Ruiz but it wasn't Ruiz Lipal so based on this the Gemara just brought down three cases the first two were Ruiz Lipal but they weren't weak and the last one was Ruiz that was actually a weak wall but it wasn't Ruiz Lipal and the Gemara now continues with the story of Ravishmul Yoimichad it was one time Iklu Rav Adabahava came to visit Ravishmul and they were walking together so Amalei Shmuel Rav Shmuel said to Rav Nesi Nekav let's go around this wall just like we usually do so Amalei Rav said to Shmuel we don't have to go around today the Iklu Rav Adabahava Badon because Rav Adabahava is with us to Nafis Chusim because he has a lot of Chusim for Lai Mustafina we don't have to be nervous and the Ben Yoyada actually says that Rav Shmuel of course had just as much Chusim however they weren't going to rely on their own Chusim Rav Huna Havalei Huchamra Bahu Beisuriya Rav Huna had a wine cell he had a lot of wine in a house which was very weak and it was potentially about to fall. Ubayilufnui wanted to clear it out. So he brought Rav Adabahava into the house, and he spoke and learned with him until he cleared out the house. Once they got out of the house and they brought all their wine out of the house, the house actually fell down and it collapsed. At that point, Rav Adabahava realized what happened. He was makbid. Why was he makbid? Because, because he held like Rabbi Yane says, person should place himself in a makim sakanam and he'll say, that they'll make for me an ace, Shema ain't nice an ace because maybe Akash Baruch Hu won't bring an ace. Then Tim Salaim is an ace, and even if he will, Menachem is chuyaisev. They'll take away from his chusim. And Amr of Chanan, as Rav Chanan said, my crowd, where we see this pasuk, the chivit says the pasuk, where Yaakovinu katayim to be called chasanim and called emes. The Yaakovinu was scared when he was going to Eisav that maybe I lost my chusim because of all the chasanim and emes Akash Baruch Hu performed with him. Now Chayim asks over here, why is it Rav Adav was ikbed and he was makbed on Rav Huna? But before, by the story of Rav Shmuel, it doesn't say that he was makbed. The Gemara continues, my hover of the Rav Adav what were the greatest maizim of Rav Adabahava? He says it had such chusim. like we learned. Shal Talmidov, the Rav Adabahava, the Talmidim is Rav Adabahava. But Ma'arach Yomim, in what way and what chus do you have to live so long? Amalham, Yomim, like Bati Pesachpesi. All the days of my life, I didn't have Akbada in my house, and not only in my house. Of course, in the street, I didn't have Akbada, but people are generally more lax in the house, and even in my house, I never was strong, I never got angry. And the Akhrenim discussed over here that here we said like Bati Pesachpesi, and over there we saw Rav Adabahava was Ikbid, I and Sham. And I also didn't walk in front of someone that was greater than me in Chachma, even though we know that three people that are walking together with someone that's walking together with the Rebbe, they walk side by side, but he was so mad that he wouldn't even take one step ahead of that person. And I also didn't think in learning in a place which was unclean and therefore was us to think in learning. Now, if that's halacha, what's the big Kiddush? Some explain because he held that here is actually mutter, but still he didn't do it as a Chumrah. And this was even a greater feat because he was mad not to go anywhere without learning Torah for Dalat Amis as well as not wearing Tulin and therefore when he went up to Moshe's that was even a greater Chiddush and he was able to restrain himself and refrain from thinking and learning others explain that because he never went anywhere and he was therefore he actually never went to Moshe's and he always took a long road in order not to actually stop thinking and learning and Rashi says 
Zok Rashi, the whole Shaita Havagaris, he was always learning. Now, what's the Chiddush of Rashi? Because Rashi is saying that you might think when he says, it's similar to Tulan, just like Tulan. He was wearing his Tulan. Maybe it means he would just carry his Savior Zok Rashi means that he was always learning. And he never slept in base of Medrash. Of course, not Ashina's Kabbalah, because that's also, I didn't even sleep Ashina's Kabbalah, which is Mutter. And I also was never happy because of the downfall of my friend. I never called my friend a nickname for Amilo Bechanichase, and some say it means a surname. And Tyson says this is Dafka Fitzlagnai, Avil Shvach Mutter, and Tyson bring down Kagoyin, Rabbi Vram, Ibn Ezra, Shekobin Shvach, or Hayden Kroenkaf, but of course, Ibn Ezra was Lishvach, and therefore, of course, it was Mutter. And also, Tyson did a Maschal Omelay, the Ikar of Adabadon, the Nafish Kusei, he says there were two Rav Adas, there was one Rav Adabahava that was in the time of Rav, which was a late Amara, the Matim Kam Kaimis, Amar of Adabahava, Amarava, and this Rav Adabahava, he was a Chava of Rav Shmuel, which was early Amarayim, as he said, Shmuel and Rav were walking with him. And Taisa says, But now you done the Rabbi Huda, you're Talmud Rav Shmuel. We know Rabbi Huda was the Talmud Rav Shmuel. We always say Rabbi Huda, Amarav, Rabbi Huda, Mishmuel. For Rav, he never became Shemes Rabbi Huda. We have a Gemara that teaches us that Rav was born on the day Rabbi Huda died. Rav Adah, he's Talmud Rav, and Rav Adah was a Talmud Rav in Cain, Akkad Tzachlamel, the train of Adah Havu. As we mentioned yesterday, the Rishonim called this parak Pirkei Chasidim. As we see, there's so many stories of Chasidim and Anshe Meisah. And the Gemara continues, Amli Rafa, the Rafa from Papa, Rav is said to Rafa from Papa, Leimul Amar, Hani Milu Malusidav of Rav Huna. Tell some stories about the great Rav Huna. Amli Binikuso Dechirna. I don't remember anything from when Rav Huna was very young, but Besivusa Dechirna. From when he was old, I remember the Chol Yaima Deiva. Every day that was cloudy outside, and therefore there were a lot of winds, and there was a potential that weak walls will fall down based on the wind and the rain that was coming. How Mafkalei Begurka. He would go out in the gold chariot to the Hava, beside a little Kulamasa, and he would go inspect the entire city. Vichal Shisa, Davriya, Havisasla, and any wall that was weak, he would break it down, and therefore he would save people from potential tragedy that it could fall on people. E. Afshilamara, Banila, and if it was Afshil that the owner could build it back up, that person would build up. Vilay Afshil, it was not possible because that person had enough money, but today he would actually pay for fixing the walls. The whole Pani Malashapta, another thing that we do, every evening prior to Shabbos, have a he would send his Shliach to the Shuk, and any vegetables that were left over and extra that the gardeners and the people that would sell the weirs would be left over with, Zavla, he would buy them, and he would throw it into the river. And the Gemara will explain in a moment why it is, and the Gemara asks, why did he throw it into the Nara? He should give it to Aniyim. The Gemara says, they'll become reliant on him and they won't buy it by themselves, and potentially one day there won't be enough and there won't be left over, and Aniyim won't have any food to eat on Shabbos, or he actually maybe one time won't come to the Shuk to buy them, and they'll be left with nothing. The Gemara says, why do you throw it into Nar? Give it to Bahamas. The Gemara says, he holds Michael Adam that you can't take Michael Adam and give it to Bema. And Rashi explains, Bishum Bizu and we'll get back to that Rashi in a moment. The Gemara asks, why did Rafuna do this at all and why did he buy it? The Gemara answers, lost love because if he didn't buy it and there'll be a surplus, then the people that came to the Shuk at later time will bring less food and there may be a need for more food and it'll come out that they won't bring enough for the people and he wanted to make sure that the gardeners always knew to bring enough. However, this is a little bit schwer because the Chariot seems to be a bad practice. He's going to cause the gardeners now to bring more than they actually need and they know that they have no downside because he's going to buy from them and they're going to make a profit. So some Akhreinim explained that he bought it right at the end of the day when they actually brought down the prices and he only bought it for the Shartecha and not for more Shart than that and therefore they didn't have any real upside over here. Let's just go back to Rashi. By using it for Behemoth and not for people, it looks like you're kicking the Taiv of Akash Baruch who is Mashpia in the world. Or you can't feed good food to Behemoth because of course, the problem is that if he throws it into Nar, in any case, it's going to be a Biza Eichlin. 
actually put into some sort of container and then he put it into nar and it went downstream and other people found it and would be able to eat it. Now that seems to be a problem also because then they'll be reliant. However, they explain because not every single time would it go to the same place depending on how the winds were blowing it may go to different mechimists. Also, it may take a long time and it may not get there before Shabbos and therefore there was no reliance on Rav Huna's actions. Rav Huna Papa continues to tell us about Rav Huna. When he had medicine available, he would actually fill up a jug from that medicine and would hang it on his front door. But Amman, he said, anyone in need should come and take. He knew the maizim of the shade called shifta and he knew that it actually is dangerous for people if they don't wash negavas in the morning and they eat bread and therefore he would hang a glass or a jug of water on his door. Anyone in need should come and take the water that in order that they don't have a sakana. Also, when he'd wrap his bread, meaning when he'd start a suda, the lush of is the standard lush when we're talking about having a suda because they used to wrap their bread with their other ingredients and would eat like a sandwich. Pasal above, he would open his door for Amman. He would say, Come on, the tzarek, lace of lechel. Anyone that needs food should come in and eat. All of these meters are of Huna. I was able to be Makayim. However, the last one of opening my door for all Danim, that I can't do. And we turned off Aleph Amman Aleph. That's Gears of Rashi because there are many people that are near in Mechuzah and therefore they're going to go and use up my money and I have no ability to go and spend so much money on that name. Others have the Gears over here as our Gemara states because there were many officers and many soldiers that were based out of Mechuzah and if you'd open up his door to all that name, all these people would come and therefore yet again he would not have enough money to support them and we will stop over here.